Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 284 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Kitty Podcast. <laughs> what do you say there? Play it back. Play back that intro. That was different. It was different. So I was like, let the gaming kitty go. <laughs> no, I have something else going on right here. If oh, hell. Speaking of something else going on, tonight we have your summary of the Game Awards announcements. Mm. The Keeleys. The winter Keeleys. This is the winter Keeleys, right? We have a summer Keeleys yeah. now, winter Keeleys, just like the Olympic Games. We're just missing spring and fall. Let's go. Get all <laughs> no, there's, four a, seasons. there's only summer Cheeky. games and winter games. Brant, <laughs> uh, what is your favorite event at the uh, at the winter Keeleys? What do you like tuning in for to see who's going to be on the metal podium? Uh, the metal podium. I mean, that might be a show. It's a spoof on the Olympic Games. So uh, we, have the, we have the winter ones. We have the summer ones. I'm still waiting for the Jamaican bobsled team. Yeah, that's fair. Was there a Cool Runnings game? Did they make a Cool Runnings tie-in game for anything? Not to my knowledge. That'd be like a Game Boy game, right? I mean, they probably like... couldn't render John Candy on the, the 8-bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an 8-bit John Candy. <laughs> God rest his soul. God rest his soul. <laughs> Too soon. Hey, uh, man, so he, our... he was a great Uncle Buck, man. That was like one of my favorite movies. He is a great Uncle Buck. Uh, Cesar Brent took us away in the Winter Games with the Jamaican bobsled. What is your What is your event from the Summer Keeleys you're going to participate in? What are you bringing home the medal in? I don't even know, man. Talking about the Summer Keeleys, like summer-based game, movie-wise? I mean, the Witcher, I guess the Witcher time is our, is our ultimate <laughs> <laughs> event from the Summer. Summer Olympics, summer yeah, <laughs> probably. That or like a track and field NES with the touchpad. Oh, that's a solid pick. One where you always put on the desk and you hit with your hands. <laughs> or you put the pad on the, like, at the foot of the bed and you're just sitting on the bed <laughs> running away and then you just lift up uh, your feet for the long jump. <laughs> I mean, that was a time where I was like, oh, let me just cheese this before um, everybody starts uh, making these macros uh, to beat us in Warzone with uh, jumping up and down and left and right. You knew that in Germany in, like, 1989? You knew that was coming? You knew that was in our future? Those damn East Germans? What? You knew they were coming for us? And what, in track and field or in real life? No, were you plotting against the macros while you were playing track and field, macros. knowing that they were coming for us in Warzone? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm tired of the macros. The macros is the shoot and lay down, right? They keep screwing us. Yeah, this is a code, man. You just press the button and then just uh, jumping up and down. It's like a house of pain. They're just moving left and right. So I'm like, whatever, man. How do we do that on controller? Controller, you could probably do it without getting banned. If I'm pretty certain, if you're doing it on a keyboard and it reads that you're doing a macro on that ricochet anti cheat, you're going to get banned. So we're getting killed by people who are eventually going to get banned, but that just doesn't help us for that round. Well, I mean, if it's controller, you just do like the back pedals and you just program a, a crouch up jump button combination on there. You just hit the back pedal every time. So I don't think you can get banned on that. Reads it as button presses. So I have one of those cheap ones. I should try to pull it off with one of those cheap ones. Did Russell try to get you down that rabbit hole of uh, ordering one of the elite controllers for something like that? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not hard <laughs> off for, for wins that way. I, I, I won a match with a friend of the show, Boys, here Saturday. I, I'm good. So you were laying down and jumping and <laughs> doing I, the fa whole... fair, fair and square. I didn't have to do. Uh, yeah. No house of pain. No none of that. I didn't do any of that. So. Oh shit. Too much. I'm not, I'm not to the point where I have to pay to win yet. I mean, I don't think it's ever going to get that bad. Mm, yeah. 
about that. Y'all might, uh, but I'm not. I sure as hell don't think. The Brandon laying down shit pisses me off. I got to figure out the right balance for that. It, just, it's, maybe I just start off shooting them in the leg. It's no it's longer irritating. about headshots. It is irritating as they are. You're shooting them and they're moving left and right, jumping up and down. It is irritating, but I find it that it's a lot more easier on PC when I just slide the mouse over a little slightly to the right to hit them anyway. So I'm like, that's why I just jump back on PC. I was like, all right, we'll just do it this way. That's very subtle. I appreciate your uh, um, chat options in the. I know a friend of the show, Russell Will, when he sees you on PC, it's like, yes, I can add him to a chat. I don't have to play in the game audio. Oh, that one can be one of those doofuses on the chat. Like, I hate this game. And just as it happened in the whole match until everybody, <laughs> everybody go to the zoo. Unmute. <laughs> Unmute. Meet you at the zoo. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start doing that shit. I'm just going to start. Everybody get to the zoo. Let's go. Whole squad at the zoo. Jump stick, on me. Stick with your bird museum meta and see if anybody yeah. knows. Now people say, oh, that, look, they're going to go to the bird museum and get his ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near it. Playing joy business. <laughs> Why is everybody here? So sorry. What did you tell them? <laughs> what happened in that plane? <laughs> Meet me at the bird museum. <laughs> <laughs> start, do, start doing random, random codes for stuff. They're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Has there ever actually been a bird in there? I know it's like the aviary. We call it the bird museum. <laughs> Has anybody ever actually witnessed a bird? I don't think I've ever bird seen a bird in there. It's too much rendering. Are there going to be any uh, birds in the in the actual uh, bird museum? All right, let's get into this madness. This is the Game Awards, also known as the Winter Keeleys. This took place, what, last Thursday? Four or five uh, days ago? That seems right, because uh, my watch was getting lit up. As I was driving from Kroger, I was like, what the fuck's happening? I forgot all about it, to be honest with you. I was like, shit. Uh, in which there was an epic showdown of two Game of the Year uh, contenders, Baldur's <laughs> Gate 3 and Spider-Man. Apparently. Spider -Man. Hey, man. Me and uh, Richard were joking about earlier from somebody on Twitter. It's like if one of us got drafted in the Spider-Man uh, Baldur's Gate war. <laughs> I guess I'll be in the Spider-Man side because I haven't played any Baldur's Gate yet. So. And then you said, somebody said, uh, or here's the reasons why you should be playing Baldur's Gate 3. Here's all the different ways you can play yeah. it. <laughs> well, because people were just throwing, they were just showing like the, like the, the, the two die, two dice. That's all they were showing. Like, this is Baldur's Gate. This is what lost to Spider-Man. And she's like, that's not what Baldur's Gate's about. Like, Come let me on. show you like an actual representation of Baldur's Gate, even though I do not want to get drafted in this war. So she's like, <laughs> and it's just, it's just a clip of that party busting into the barn where the like goat and the goblin are tearing each other up. Yeah, it's like that one. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the she, game of the year material. Don't just show the two the two sided die. She well, she broke it down pretty well. Like there was a there was a battle where you have all like you're trying to lure all these goblins in a room and kill them, and there's like eight different ways they can do this. So it's like you can you know convince the spiders to join your cause, and you can, you can poison the punch. It's like you can kidnap a goblin. You can overhear one of them for somebody woke up drunk and you got him drunk again. It's like there's a whole bunch of different ways to complete one mission. And she's like, this is what it's really about. It's, it's very D and D. Uh, inspired you know where you have a lot of freedom of choice that it actually allows you to do all those type of things so right and then also on the flip side that the like the developers have anticipated some of the things that will <laughs> that you can pull the player can yeah. pull off yeah renee says uh final fantasy 16 is the greatest action adventurer game ever ever yeah, exclamation renee, point renee's on there shitting on people because uh he's telling them that final fantasy 16 is not an rpg it is an action game and he's going to sit on the hill and die on it. So I think that's why he's saying that. Oh, we're not going into this genre thing. Yeah. Renee, Renee I love you. I don't Renee's think you're 100% wrong. genre weird, but... I don't yeah. think you're right. I don't think you're wrong, but yeah. I don't know that we're going to... 
I die on this hill together. Yeah, I had this conversation with him. You know, at this point, it's all from the interpretation. I've had friends in college who sat there and argued with people about how text-based games were the true way of playing an RPG. And so I was like, those are real RPGs. You know, the stuff that right. Final Fantasy 1 and 2 and 3, those are not real RPGs. So I'm like, that's just personal taste at this point. So I said, Renee, it's an action RPG. You want to say is a tr- if it's not a traditional RPG, I can probably give you that. Renee one said I'm doing it. Look, uh, look Grant is throwing his hat in the for, ring. By for Renee, up. for Renee, I'm flipping it over. Yeah. Oh, here we go. And I'm showing you the back. Dynamic action RPG combo. Yeah. So, like Secret of Mana is what you're saying. Dynamic, dynamic action, action RPG. RPG. That's what I told him. Don't but also, uh, Legend of Zelda: Link the to box. the Past. So Renee, if you want to take, you want to jump on the hill and die. You sue Square Enix, telling that they lied to you. That is not an RPG in there. And you let me know how that turns out. It's a role-playing game. He's playing yeah. the he's playing the role of Clive. Uh, thinking inside the box says, "I knew nothing about Baldur's Gate three and predicted uh, I would win. I would win. Got but predicted would win, but but not win almost every award. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. So sorry, I misread that." Uh, Renee said that's nice, but I say what I say. Um, <laughs> so this goes back to you do we, you, have, Renee. we haven't even touched the game award story here. Why are we why are we delving into this immediately? Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of hate going around. So we all we all want things to be in genres. We all want things to be lists, right? Top yeah. five this. We used to do that content. Like top five Game Boy Advance games, top five Super Nintendo games, and they could change. These aren't any sort of like definitive set in stone things, and I think genres are the same way. And the basis of us, our generation, and Renee, and maybe take it inside the box and watch some of your content. I'm going to lump you in with us at <clears throat> 30 people. And uh, <laughs> mid to late, Damn. I guess I crossed over into Damn. late recently. Um, we grew up with like game journalism and rating scales and these genres. And you bought a Nintendo game and it had a, it had a genre on the box. Action series, racing series, sports series. Sports. R- RPGs. So, like, they were... Brand, they were brand sports RPGs, too. Brand sports, sports RPGs. RPGs. Sports RPGs. Yes, they are. Sports is RPGs. You have stats. You have levels. And so I've tended... I, I hate defining things anyways. That's my, If that's your jam, make Final Fantasy six or 16 your favorite. That could be the best music game of the year. It's eight CDs. Tell me that's not a music game. <laughs> There's no other game has eight CDs worth of musical content. Oh, That's thinking true. inside the box is early 30s. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Just like Brant. Yeah, uh, Brant. Brant. <laughs> Brant. Brant's like 23, man. 33 by the end of this week, buddy. 23. <laughs> you won't tell me differently. I'm going to be. I'm gonna pull Renee. Oh, that's uh, what I said. <laughs> You're 23. So we, all, we all have this, like, reason. We want to put things in boxes. We want to funnel them into this is the best of these. This is the best of that. And they couldn't even do sports category this year. They had racing and sports. You heard that? Yeah, but there was there weren't even even enough like MLB, FIFA, or whatever FIFA turned into. There weren't even enough of those to just make sports a category. We had to put racing in there also. But then I remember years of like N64 and PlayStation. You would have 15 to 20 racing games come out in a year. You had a legit like stack pile of titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were, that was what the golden <laughs> age when the PS3 like every. I mean, there was like a like EA would come out every sports game ever made. Remember, it was like yeah, NCAA baseball, and then they had like like head coach, NFL head coach, and they had like everything. You yeah, could think of. that actually did something different too. Yeah, 
And uh, Thinking Inside the Box is, in, is on the show with us, and uh, their content is a lot of original Xbox content, and there are so many great racing games on that original Xbox. It is Game a yeah. racing powerhouse. Yeah. But where was I going with all this nonsense? So uh, I, I Genres. Right. We've, we've kind of been funneled down these paths of defining things, and everything's just so broad now. I don't, I don't know really that you can stick to these, yeah. these same genres. Uh, I was listening to Jeff Gerstmann talking about this. He's like, they're all RPGs, and none of these are RPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you heard that same bit? Yeah. yeah. He's like, Fallout 3 is a shooter. It has RPG elements. But that is a shooting game. That is a first-person yeah. shooter. So, But it's labeled as an RPG, a Western RPG. Yeah. Right, but he was writing about these games when that was how we partook, taken, partaked. That's how we consumed these labels and decided amongst ourselves like man you got to try this new racing game for xbox or this new action of how would you describe it i don't know it's kind of an action adventure kind of has some like you can level up you know it's more we broke it off into our own things as years went by but there's still these like old school labels and stuff i don't know what i would want to know what the younger generation thinks about these type of genre labels so brant you want to chime in on yeah come on brant we know you just when did the 21. young Brant thing kick in? This cat's <laughs> always been a thing. <laughs> I don't even know how old Brant is anymore because I say it so much. I'm like, damn, this dude's like 20-something. He's like three years younger than me. It's not this generational <laughs> gap. We always play it up to be this generational gap. <laughs> Careful, Brant. You'll hurt your back. See, I don't know because I, I you forget <clears throat> my first console was yeah. the NES. And I, I mean, even on, even on the freaking guide... There they it's are. Got, it's got yeah, the yeah, freaking yeah. labels. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was yeah. talking about. And that's what I'm used to. That's what I've grown, grown up with. But like you said, it's kind of the lines have become more and more blurred over the years. Right. I mean, game, and games it, it, evolved, so games evolved. So. And this is, this is us sitting back and trying to take a arbitrary look at a show that is a – this is a sales – Jeff Keeley's a salesman. He's yeah. collecting ad money, and there he's talking about specific games for specific reasons. It's we're not pretending that these people weren't flown out here for different occasions, and like it is what it is. This is an industry event, but it's also a marketing event. So these are going to be marketed as such to parlay the interest of the show, the Keelys, who he is funding the show. So it's it's his to decide. It's just fun, I guess. We're talking about it, right? And we're having fun with it. But there are people who don't have fun with these discussions. <laughs> they get way too serious. Yeah, <laughs> trying to draft people in wars, man. Stop drafting people Heated in wars. Heated debates. Like maniacs thinking that Final Fantasy 16 is an action-adventure game. So I don't know who would come out with that. That's weird. Well, it's maybe. It's maybe it's Renee. Where'd all my stories go? All right, everything announced at the Game Awards. Let's go. This comes from Carly Veloci at Digital Trends. Brant, this is the one I skimmed. This is a fantastic article. Good job, Brant. You always it's always tough to find the good article on these announcement shows. Uh, yeah, I find I go through several to find the decent ones. So I watched the end of this. I was keeping up with the beginning of it via like tweet announcements. Uh, Brant, did you watch the whole thing? Uh, no tweet announcements for me all the way. Yeah, it was we did a it. Long show. When it I tuned was... in, I was like, man, I'll catch the last thirty minutes. It went on for like two more hours. Yeah, it's like the real Oscars, right? From everything I saw, it was. <laughs> Not enough Oscars. actual <laughs> award announcements, and yeah. it was 
they weren't giving people enough time to actually give uh, speeches uh, out of gratitude for the awards. And then, yeah, famously of, that picture is going around. It's like, please wrap it up. Like they're telling people within 60 not- seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I but guess not for others. It's a Chris Judge effect outside of uh, what uh, Richard has uh, said, the Kojima effect. And he's up there talking <laughs> shit about Activision. He's making fun of the Call of Duty campaign. I'm like, this yeah. is just pure chaos. Keeley's created a monster here. All right, so we're going to go through these. I say we come back to some major, major highlights here. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's uh, a lot to get through. There's a shit ton. Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons gets a remake. That's awesome. I didn't play the first one. Or did a I? new Pony Island is coming from the inscription dev. What is Pony Island? It's a fucked up game that was very big on Steam. I'm pretty sure we all have a copy on Steam. Just playing a Steam deck is fucked up. It's like a, it's like a 2D. <laughs> You're game. not selling me on it, says R. Pony Island's like it's weird. It's like a 2D thing that turns into like some kind of devilish thing. Like fighting the devil. And it's, it's weird. Just play it. It's kind of hard to describe. Just play it. Okay, go in, go in blind. Yeah, it's what most people did. And oh, like, uh, Dead Cells devs reveal their new game. It's a 3D game. Motion Twin stunned the gaming world with Dead Cells, a 2D roguelike. And their new game is called Windblown, coming to PC yeah. Early Access Steam 2024. Did it look good? I haven't seen I, this. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I'm just going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheering like the audience. Uh, God of War Ragnarok is now roguelike in upcoming free DLC that is out as of the posting of this episode, which will be the right. 12th. Right, that's your yep. cup of tea, right? Roguelike. Uh, it's in the alley. It's your roguelike adjacent. Brand likes hard games. Uh, I won't. I won't scoff at this. It's uh, Sony did good. They gave it to us free, surprisingly, which is so, awesome. Waiting for the day for Brand to uh, start playing Elden Ring. I've been watching it. <laughs> trying to get it. To, trying to get it cheap. I have a copy too. Brent, you want to borrow my copy? I wouldn't say no, but I also have too many games too. Brent's like, I don't want to play Elden Ring. That play. Uh, Ninja Theory shows off new Hellblade <laughs> Two footage. That was like one of the first games we saw on the series consoles, right? Uh, yeah, this was uh, Hellblade Two was at the same show as the announcement of the Series X. Was it the fifth anniversary? Fourth. <laughs> it got a new trailer for its fifth anniversary. <laughs> I was gonna say, is that what we're doing these days? No announcement date or anything, but I mean, we got a target dateline now. I mean, they actually gave us like the twenty twenty four, so. Here's an anniversary trailer for our upcoming game. <laughs> the anniversary <laughs> announcement. I'm fifth, waiting for the day. Fifth anniversary. It's like I'm Duke Nukem Adventure. Or Duke Nukem Forever. It does uh, did not finish. For long as did not finish. Yeah, yeah, this is our this is our tenth anniversary trailer. Our game is out in uh, three years. <laughs> uh Sega announces five games at once. Ooh, Those are go. Shinobi, Crazy Taxi, Streets of Rage, Golden Axe, and Jet Set Radio. Some people did deep dive on Reddit, and they've been sent to some previously mobile studios. So the quality of those, we don't know. Don't get your hopes up. Don't. I mean, we, I was never going to get my hopes up. There's a lot of uh, IPs going out at once. So. Yes. I'm, they're giving the people what they want. Let's see if they come with quality too, right? I mean, they also, when well, they came back and said that there was more outside of those five, right? There are more. Yeah. Panzer, people are hoping for Panzer Dragoon, of course. I mean, if they can remake 2 in Saga, I'd be happy with that. I'll die. I'll what die. happened to that 2 remake? I thought 2 was coming right off, the, right on the heels of the remake of the first one. I think they canceled it. Really? I think so. Because I've seen company that Forever Entertainment is the one doing the Front Mission remakes right now, which are pretty good. 
That no. I thought that Panzer Dragoon remake was solid. Yeah, it was really good. But it's like 250 on every console right now. Is that telling that it maybe didn't do so hot? I, I think mean, I bought it on everything because it's been $2 on every platform. I, I also have bought it on everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the coward I am. So. Well, I mean, we support the Panzer Dragoon, so we're doing our I, best. I just want Saga, man. I, I want to play it again. A single-player Dead by Daylight game is coming in 2024. The casting of Frank Stone, it's called, by Behavior Interactive. Hideo Kojima not only reveals OD, but that Jordan Peele is collaborating. This is a Xbox exclusive, I believe. Yes. Jordan Peele and others. OD, his latest game, leaked late last year, but we've now gotten our first official look, which includes Hunter Schaefer from Euphoria and Yudo Kier from Blade. Kier. Uh, Arcane Lion is making a Blade game. This was a big announcement. I love me some Arcane, man. Arcane Leon. The, the studio behind the Dishonored series yeah. and Deathloop. I know you love Deathloop. Announce Marvel's Blade. Let's go. Uh, don't no expect Man's it Sky anytime team. soon, though. What's that? But don't expect it anytime soon. No, it's a ways off. Uh, no Man's Sky team returns to Earth with light, no fire. And what's his name? Sean Murray was out there promising all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. I'm like, wow, we're right back uh, years later. Yeah. Speaking nothing. of anniversary trailers, <laughs> we're right back in this promise. Of as, this. A, as 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 uh, Richard, as you mentioned before, like the Tom Petty's GTA six trailer had got you this alt J uh, music and the low not light and no fire got me in there. Did it really? Oh, yeah. Let me some indie music, man. They were playing the hell out of that. Oh, my I, God. I, had to, I actually had to get that, that album. I was killing that Tom Betty song after the GTA 6 trailer. I love that Full Moon Fever record anyways, but it was good to see a, a lower tier Tom Petty song rise up. Uh, Square Enix Shadow Drops Final Fantasy 16 DLC. Uh, the first is called Echoes of the Fallen was available now, so that's available now. And yeah. the second one, The Rising Tide, will be available in spring 2024. Aren't they... 10 and 15 but you can get both for 22 or something like that if you get both at one time i yeah i got i bought it up I, I think it was like 24.99 for the there's the some sort of pass. savings in there yeah so i think you're right i think i don't remember what it was because I, I know echoes of the fallen is only like two to three hours I, I just started my campaign on that one and then i think the rising tide i think they they came back and said it's eight hours just for the story and he said after they put in the side quest it's probably going to be about eight to ten hours it might be 10 and 20, and you get it right now I think for a $5 the, discount. Yeah, I think the Rising Tide is the, the more expensive one, because that's the bigger yeah. one. So uh, so it's good to see that shadow dropped. I saw Creative Business Creative Business Unit 3 flash up there, and I was like, oh, hell, what is this? I thought it was just going to be like a trailer for the new stuff. Destructible Arena Shooter, the finals is out tonight. Everybody's talking about this. Do we need to try out the finals? What is the finals? I have no clue. The countdown. I don't know, man. Is this look, a look. brand game? <laughs> final countdown. Where did that come from? So sorry. This, the final this might, countdown. This might be a. This might be a friend of the show, Russell game, because it's from the right here former Battlefield alumni. Battlefield alumni. Since they just took uh, 1943 from him. I saw a clip where somebody was playing that, and then they're driving around in a boat, and then it just says, uh, "Cannot connect the server," and that was it. <laughs> That's sad. That's I know. Sad. I know. I At least in Sea of Thieves, when we're playing that. that we were playing the Sea of Thieves beta. We just went flying off into ships in the sky until it cut the cord on us. Um, Monster Hunter Wild stampedes onto platforms in 2025. That's the final world premiere of the night. Yeah. Hey, we Good already job, made Brent. it through. We Good job, Brant. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Brant. Right, you found the elite article. You're the most wisest out of the youngest ones at all. 
<laughs> Age before beauty. Yep. Uh, Monster Hunter Wild, the latest in the internationally popular adventure series. We got the first trailer, which showed a desert transforming into a lush landscape. It's set for 2025, but we can expect more information this summer. It looked like Monster Hunter. It was a Monster Hunter ass Monster Hunter. It did. It looked like Monster Hunter in the desert. Looks like an Australian outback. Did. All right. Everything else announced. Owl Blitz through these. Let's go. Those were the big stories. Rise of the Golden Idol, a sequel to Murder Mystery Curse of the Golden Idol, was announced and is coming to all usual platforms and Netflix. Uh, outside of this Game Award announcement stuff, we've been seeing a lot of and Netflix things recently. Have y'all noticed mm-hmm. that? Like yeah. GTA yeah, Trilogy. Yeah. They're starting to make the push push. Cause, yep. You know, that rising cost, I got to justify something. Been talking about it for years. Uh, Usual June is the latest from Finji, and we'll take you back to high school in 2025, just like Brand experienced. The Odd (laughs) Gentleman. (laughs) Yes, good job. That was great. The Odd Gentleman announced (laughs) Harmonium, the musical, and unveiled a trailer full of charm. Great-looking animation and ASL. It's coming to Netflix, Games, and Game Pass. That is American Sign Language, I'm guessing. And I read that wrong, Brant, because you couldn't have been in high school in 2025. (laughs) That's in two years. Silly me. (laughs) Uh, Thrasher from the artist and composer behind the cult hit Thumper dares you Brand's to say like, Thrasher and Thumper. What? <laughs> Brand's like case in point by my age. Yeah. Born of this, I, I wasn't even born yet. Somehow I'm in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in high school in the future. This sucks. Uh, they call me Thrasher. Don't comes send in me back. 2024. <laughs> send me send me forward and back. Uh, Persona 3 Reload got a new trailer ahead of its February release. Two of the biggest sea-based games for 2023 are teaming up for a crossover. Dredge is coming to Dave the Diver on December 15th, 2023. That will be this week as of the posting of the show. Metaphor Refuncio, the next game for the Persona devs at Atlas, got a new trailer and a fall 2024 release window. How did that look? I don't, I don't recall seeing this one. It looks like a like a more of an action RPG-esque Persona. Because mm-hmm. I see your main character, it doesn't do the traditional turn base, so it's... Uh... It looks like they're bringing... It's, it's a different flavor than the normal Persona, which is a, a traditional turn-based RPG. Careful, Cesar. You're meaning this will not be up for a best I, turn-based game of the year? I don't, need Renee, I don't need Renee getting mad at me, so let me just... Turn-based uh, action? Let me, uh, let me tone it down a little bit here. Non-turn-based action yeah. RPG. Non-turn-based <laughs> action game of the year. Um, World of Goo 2 is the sequel to the indie hit from t- 2008. It is coming out next year. Archetype Entertainment, a division of Wizards of the Coast, makers of... Eye of Judgment. Magic the Gathering. I think they made the Pokemon game, too. The original Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, it's Trading Card Game. Uh, Lost my spot. Announced Exodus with the help of Matthew McConaughey. Is he helping with the game, or they announced it with the help of him? Did he he voice a character in there? I think that's what it was. I think so. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Sound like he's voicing Brant. (laughs) I mean, Brant was like, I looked up, I was like, man, he's on our our podcast, Matthew. Yeah, welcome. Welcome, Welcome, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. I love you, and uh, we are Marshall. He's a Texas fan, man. They're in the playoffs, so. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, House House brought people together with Untitled Goose Game and seeks to do it again with Big Walk, set to release in 2025. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, got a new trailer at a free demo's coming on January 11th, 2024. Let's go. That game continues to look amazing. Uh, Since becoming a meme, Ikumi Nakamura, formerly of Tango Gameworks, has started her own studio. She was at the Game Awards this year to unveil its first project, titled Kimuri. She also had her adorable young daughter there that she was taking around and showing the sights and such. A lot's come about since she was kind of thrust on stage for... That was Ghostwire, right? Ghostwire Tokyo? 
was her first so. unveiling yeah. of sorts and kind of a since becoming a meme is kind of a shitty thing. They're shitty memes, right? I don't think she was a meme. She was just an instant presence in game. Her, her energy was infectious. That's what. Oh yeah, like. that doesn't it was, make it. It was infectious yeah. energy. That's what it was. So. Yes. Since becoming a superstar is what I would say instead of meme. I don't know I if that's a, accurate. I saw her do the. I think I saw the clip on there. She did the pose from uh, Attack on Titan, Sasageo. <laughs> Which was her thing when she was announced, yeah. right? She was doing. <laughs> Uh, Mood Studios, the team behind the Ori series, has an action RPG in the works. No Rest for the Wicked is set to launch on March 1st, 2024. Dragon Ball Sparking Zero doesn't have a release window yet, but it'll be released on PS5, Xbox Series, and PC via Steam. Visions of Mana. Everybody was afraid this would be a mobile game. It was not. This is a full-fledged Mana series game with a full-fledged budget from uh, how it looks. And it is coming... To I think that said Xbox One, PS4, and everything forward. Yes, I believe so. Uh, in 2024, so they're not leaving behind those old I think, consoles. I, I think it's everything but Switch, right? I, I did not see Switch on that trailer. Yeah. Correct us if I'm wrong. Need a new console, damn it, Nintendo. Time. It's time. I mean, they did a great job with uh, putting Trials of Mana and all kind of stuff, so I think that might have been a good trial run. And I bought Trials of Mana on a bunch of stuff, so. I also bought Trials of Mana on a bunch of shit. <laughs> did my part on that one. <laughs> Uh, PlayStation exclusive Rise of the Ronin got a new trail and a release date, March 22nd, 2024. So March, we talked about maybe a couple weeks ago, March is starting to come into focus here. Yeah. And then uh, I want to let you know, Richard, you don't have to feel bad about uh, Star Ocean Second Story because I have also purchased that on multiple formats, so <laughs> including Steam. So I didn't buy it. I'm sticking with my PS1 and PSP copies. I like, give, me more, give me more remakes, you cowards. I'll buy every copy you got. Give me more Star Ocean. Uh, the Outlast Trials has been scaring people on PC and early access, and now it's coming to consoles too. It'll officially release on March 5th, 2024. Ooh, this was a surprise. Uh, Jurassic Park Survival is coming to PC, PS5, and Xbox Series consoles. That was I'm a good-looking trailer. Yeah, it was like it, it played off the, the, the originals, but didn't, like, fuck it up. It was interesting, yeah. But it still had the, like, oh, do you remember this? Do you remember going yeah. to the cafeteria and the Jello? Do you remember going in the kitchen and having to hide behind the thing and banging the spoon? <laughs> sort yeah. of. Even the flare? Yeah, I did have the flair. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll just have to see how closely it follows that. I, I like it, man. I like it. I'm interested. Uh, Rocket Racing is coming to Fortnite tomorrow, December 8th. No. I uh, have a household individual who's not pleased with this merger of Rocket Racing by Psionics, the Rocket League people, into Fortnite. I mean, um, they. I mean, Richard, they did their job because I'm like, I'm literally looking at Fortnite to play that uh, festival mode since it's all music based and you have to do button inputs. I was like, oh, it's like Rock Band Unplugged. I was like, oh, that uh, might that might pull me in. I like this one. Uh, it, it uh, has, has 20, it has 2000s rock in there. I was like, uh. <laughs> they might have you. Uh, yeah. My housemate is a big Rocket League fan and would rather see more of an investment in the Rocket League side of things than seeing that those resources used in a Fortnite thing. It's unfortunate that Epic owns that company. So I pointed this out. I was like, this is the business side of this. Yeah, unfortunate, yeah. Yep. Uh, Black Myth Wukong leaned into its journey to the West roots with a new trailer. It was previously previously delayed and is now set for August 20th, 2024. I knew looking at that, I was like, this is a Monkey King legend, right? But it mm-hmm. looked looked really good. Real big descriptive characters and great character models. I was trying to remember. There were developers from some other company. Was it NCSoft? I think I, I forgot who it was. It was something else that was also an inspiration of what they worked on previously. I forgot what it was, but uh, 
Don't quote me on it. I don't know off the top of my head. It didn't look like a budget title. No, in no, any no, capacity. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it could have some it could have some dollars behind it. I'll, I'll let Brand Biden tell me how it is. Journey to the West fan, noted <laughs> Journey to the West fan, Brant McKee. After getting delayed, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League got a new trailer. Its new release date is February 2nd, 2024. Warframe. And, and we saw that they're coming up with single player mode later on, right? You saw that? Yeah. Boo. Yep. I, went, I went on disc. What's the point of the disc? But it is what it is. So. 800 megabyte unlock, right, Brant? <laughs> yeah. Warframe Whispers in the Walls looks futuristic with a touch of steampunk and is coming to all platforms on December 13th, 2023. So as of the time of the posting of the show, a day after that, possibly. Warframe still looks like that PS4 launch game that everybody was talking about that I had not much interested in. What was the game they did before that was on PS3? Was that digital something? That was like the last game they did before they went on Warframe. Yes, and they've never had to make anything outside of Warframe ever since. I'm trying to. I don't even know what I want to look it up online. It's a it's a success story. People that love Warframe are all in on some damn Warframe. Ready or not is leaving early access and hitting 1.0 on December 13th, 2023. Be prepared, I guess. Man, this is taking longer than the main stories. <laughs> Tales of Zenzura Zao is a gorgeous African mythology-inspired 2.5D side-scrolling platformer from EA Originals. Dark Sector. That's what it was. Dark. Sector. Dark Sector. Yeah. Yeah. It came out in 2008. That was the last. That was our last original IP that was single player. Uh, the team behind the Life is Strange franchise showed off Lost oh. Records Bloom and Rage, a narrative adventure that follows characters in their teens and in adulthood. It's scheduled for late 2024. That sounds exactly like Life is Strange. The first Berserker, Kazan, is set in the world of Dungeon Fighter Online. I got a new trailer at the Game Awards. Can't wait for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. We'll get ready for a crossover event in Renee and Cesar's own Apex Legends on January 9th, 2020. Man, I I don't even know I can play Apex anymore, man. It's bad. I saw y'all stream the other night for like an hour or so. It was... what, hap- what's it, what happened to it? it Are you going to talk about so games differently? I, no, it just plays differently. I, I don't even know if I want to talk about it. I, I might just play on a PC, man. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting, is it I'm bad starting on come... console? I mean, different's not necessarily bad, right? I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. It's been so long since I played it. It feels it just plays differently. Would it be a matter of it? easing back into it? Because I think Probably. that made games of the year for me last year, a couple of years ago, our sessions with Renee. I'm trying to get back into it just for that uh, collab going on. So The Renee Sessions. Uh, Skull and Bones is set to release February 16th, 2024. We'll believe it when we see it, right? Anthony Mackie <laughs> made an appearance. I when I saw it. I was like, yeah, right, yeah. I was like, is this Skull and Bones? Oh, yeah. what are you doing here? Oh, you, you, you kidster. Keely. It's an April Fool's joke in December. Well Not done. you, Skull and Bones. Yeah, I almost fell for it. They're having a crossover event with uh, Bones and Skulls. It's going to end up being like 20 bucks in like two weeks after that, unfortunately. I hate to say that, but. Or that UB Plus platform. Hey, man, apparently the Avatar game is good. I want to play that new Avatar game. I heard it's very good. They yeah. said it's lush, like the jungle. It says it's mm-hmm. Far Cry, but the Avatar universe. And I was like, go on. That sounds amazing. And I wish that Ubisoft subscription thing was on consoles. I'd try it out. Alas, Anthony Mackie made an appearance to present the award for best ongoing game and to announce Twisted Metal and Peacock is coming back for season yeah, two. Yeah, Brent's favorite show. Let's go. Boosh watched this. He said it wasn't bad. It was. I, I've had people in my family talk about it. I, I have yet to watch it, so I can't form an opinion on it. So He still just, wasn't just, like, this is game-changing. I still like to give Brent a hard time about it because I know that's not what he wants. So. <laughs> 
He wants a real twisted metal. Want a twisted metal game, baby. Uh, good news, Brant. Tencent's Lightspeed Studios revealed its first game called Last Sentinel with a cinematic trailer. Is that what you wanted from Twisted Metal? <laughs> Tencent. I, I, heard, I heard good news, Brant. I'm like, I, what, what did Brant want from this uh, announcement? <laughs> I was like, what, what's happening? Is it's, it just the, it's just Boosh in the chat yelling Twisted Metal <laughs> with a bunch of L's. <laughs> Uh, next on to the first descendant is coming in summer 2024. Zenless Zone Zero, the next Hoyoverse game, got a new trailer. It's also set to arrive in 2024. I thought we saw the- several Hoyoverse things. I can't tell the difference between all three of them. Uh, Internet, throw your hate at me now. Let's go. <laughs> so that's fine. I'll take it because I don't understand. So it's fine. I was like, man, the people behind Genshin Impact are not going to like the way this game looks. <laughs> Uh, ever wanted to be in a mech? Mecha Break is getting a closed alpha test soon. So you must really want to be in one to get in the closed alpha. Yeah. Uh, don't read this as GTO, but instead read this as GTFO. The final chapter is getting a free weekend on Steam until Damn December I, 10th. That's already I expired. Watch, I can watch some GTO. I'm down with that. Uh, great teacher fucking Onizuka is how I read that. So, sorry, that's what that GTFO is. I, look, I Wait, does you- Brant know about GTO? Brand, you watch GTO? Great teacher Onizuka? I remember the name. I, it's been it's a good, while. It's good, man. It's really good. It's been a while. Yeah. Brant's in for a treat. Brant like, is in for a I, treat. I'm still trying to get Richard to read the manga because, like, the manga's still going on. And then, like, the last really? the manga that's that's happened, he's in an American jail and he's, like, trying to explain how he got there. He's, like, sentenced to, like, 20 years in prison. It's, like, it, it's pretty interesting. Like, it's backtracking to, like, something he was doing as a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> is he sitting in the corner of the jail cell smoking like he always is? Basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like everybody's afraid of him. Man. <laughs> oh God, what a great it's series! It's pretty good. The manga's pretty good, man. It's still going. I was like, Brent, shit, it's still happening. I've got probably the first ten volumes. I probably have the first whatever that first season of the anime is is probably what I have for the manga. Yeah. Brant, you would this show is up your alley, man. You would love Real this good, shit. Yeah. Just watch the first episode. And you'll be like, yep, this is this is top tier. I think my favorite bit was the whole thing where he kept trying to get to the female teacher after he's like, a snake bit my penis, suck the poison out. It's like that whole bit. <laughs> what the hell? He's so stupid. <laughs> he's so uh, dumb, yeah. It's like... he's, he lives in the school, and he has a PlayStation 1, and he's like trying to get people to help him beat PlayStation 1 <laughs> games all the time. He just has a PS1 in there. I don't know. Have, have we ever <laughs> seen him teach in there? Have we ever seen him teach in there? That's the thing on there. I, I, he's always doing something nutty in there, man. Yeah, he his lessons are his lessons are less curriculum based and more life based. Lessons, brand, yeah. is how yeah, it yeah. Because yeah. I remember there's one where he's following a student, just making sure she's okay. Remember, and he's dressed up as a ninja, and the teacher catch him. He's like, "Don't fall in love with me." He's like, and disappears. <laughs> he's so stupid. It's such a great, <laughs> great, great. The anime's fantastic. Yeah, it's good. Um. Hey, Great teacher fucking Onizuka, the final chapter. Uh, Ten Chambers, the creators of the Payday series, announced its new heist game, Den of Wolves. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodhound, Blood Hunt developer Shark Mob revealed its next title, Exoborn. Combining everything you loved about Battleborn and Exoprimal. Not that. (laughs) That was me. Is an upcoming open world extraction shooter. I think... I think I just described those two games, though. Oh, it did. It all blends <laughs> together. It's, it's pretty fucking accurate. Yeah, it Exoborn is. is an yeah. upcoming open-world extraction shooter. No other details were revealed. <laughs> did we need any other details? Oh, oh my you, gosh. You, you nailed it, sir. You nailed it. I can't oh, get any part of that. Hold I on. mean, these people have been around a long time. I don't want to... I don't want to distill Shark Mob's effort down into... 
poking fun at the name Exoborn, but oof. Uh, actor Simu Liu, Liu debuted a new trailer for Stormgate, Frost Giant Studios' upcoming RTS. It'll be hitting Steam Early Access in summer 2024. Russell reached out to me about this one. It is uh, ex-StarCraft devs, and it has an extremely StarCraft vibe to it. And it has co-op and all sorts of stuff. Are we going? Where are we going back to the thing where we're just buying Starcraft adjacent games now? Yeah, I mean, I, ever since I bought it for sixty-four, I've been buying Starcraft adjacent games. Ever since I bought Command and Conquer for sixty-four, I've been buying Command and Conquer sixty-four. I've never played a Command and Conquer. It's we really good sit. on sixty-four. It's, it's really good. Is it co-op? I don't remember. I just remember buying it from a Blockbuster for like twenty bucks, and I just sat there that whole weekend and played the shit out of it. It was so fucking good. And I, now, I just like every time I see a Command and Conquer game, I buy one. I'm like, oh, I remember the time I played 64. So good. I got to have it. The nostalgia. The nostalgia. Yeah, and, buy. I, and I never played the whatever version I bought because I think I bought it on PS3 also, which was the Red Alert one. That has Tim Maybe Curry in there. The 360 like, had a bunch too. Yeah. yeah Tim Curry's and I, in. Yeah. And I have yet to play that one. It's still my like waiting list of games to play. So. Red Alert, and there was like Rising Tide or something like that, like an expansion for Red Alert. And then you taught for the then you taught me buying that fucking game on the Steam, the whole bundle with like everything on there. I think I have. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! Last but not least, my voice needs a break. Palia comes to Nintendo Switch on uh, December fourteenth. That was the Keeleys. So much. I think my big standouts are the new No Man's Sky game because there was so much behind that game and its recovery path and then it came to vr and xbox and switch and all sorts of stuff uh the final fantasy 16 dlc of course was a highlight i think those were my two big surprises my biggest one was uh that whole fucking rebirth trailer which showed so much shit when they were doing the song <laughs> oh it showed so much i listened to it but i was kind of yeah. glancing at it because i knew it would probably have some spoilers from that first yeah, one i'm lot. still wanting to play that first one before this new one comes out I'm excited about Rebirth. I'm interested in Sasuna because I love that first game so much. Uh, and then, you know, man. That I, was a Game I, Club game. I love me some uh, Arcane, man. So I'm excited for Blade. So. Yeah. Rise uh, of the Ronin looks. Rise of the Ronin does look good, too. Really, really yeah. good. Ronin was solid. I think Fall Fantasy 7 Remake might be my next Portal game. My next yeah. PSP game. I'm sorry. Sorry, Brant. <laughs> As he, Brand, as tag, it's amazing. Join us. As you tag Brandon every uh, PSP. Uh, I do. I want him to have one. A dis- disappointing PSP uh, experience that I had. I have more time on the new PSP than I do uh, previous PSP. Over No, I played a lot of PSP over the past 10 years. It's helping me play my PS5, which was my goal. All right. That's it for the Game Awards, right? Yes. I did close out of all the stories, or I just didn't open up any wow. of the other ones. Please, God, somebody take this next story. Oh, oh right. so we... It's a brief one. <laughs> we had actually um, talked about Jet Force Gemini coming to Nintendo Switch Online, and what was hilarious was uh, Cesar pointed out down in the comments, somebody was like, uh, where's 1080 snowboarding, or that's not 1080 snowboarding, or yeah. something to that Look effect. what happened. Well, that person can no longer complain because along whoa, whoa, with whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm, I'm going yeah you keep looking i'm gonna go on that that thread and see what we don't know yeah, yeah, yeah along yeah, with yeah. jet force gemini they also shadow dropped two more games onto the n64 side these were not of nintendo right? switch online no there was uh 10 so. 1080 snowboarding and harvest moon 64 well it's 
the Harvest Moon, I guess, is the unannounced one. That's cool as hell. <laughs> somebody, I guess it was Wario, somebody said, uh, and that's Nintendo's surprise announcement for the Game Awards. <laughs> it was just Nintendo Switch <laughs> Online expansion pass. Nintendo's very quiet, yeah. But you have the, like, super premium paid tier, and you're showing off these N64 games. That's a good variety of games from the N64 between yeah. 1080, Harvest Moon, and Jet oh, Force Gemini. Richard, don't know, we want to describe genres yet. We don't want to... Uh-oh. Uh, Okay, we don't get the pitch for it. There's something for there's something for everyone. So, so. <laughs> you're, I'm not borderline genre. You borderline genre describing here. Do you like farm sims? <laughs> Do you like fantastic snowboarding? Cozy, games? cozy farm sims. I mean, Richard, I would, like I would, I would, space shooters that needed a second analog stick. Do you, are you, do you like shooting bugs? Do you like no. snow? Yes. Do you like uh, farming vegetables? Yes. There you go. Something for everybody. Donkey Kong Country. We, we did it out with describing genres. We don't need people out here with those uh, genre base. They'll come for us. <laughs> those are all, of course, in the Expansion Plus side of the Nintendo Switch Online. 1080. Do, do, do. Love that game. It does have a kick-ass soundtrack, too. It's fantastic. Imagine if that had had CD-ROM access for that soundtrack. It would have been really, really good. Uh, next up, I put this story in. Uh, we had teased, Digital Eclipse had teased us with the announcement of a new Gold Master series, as oh, so they it call is, their... It is this one right here? I, I was yes. wondering when I saw this, I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like... Yes! I had to go back and look. It got buried in all their other bullshit. I, well, I saw it on there, and I was like, I saw the, like, the little uh, symbols on here, O2, and I thought maybe that's what it was, but then I was like, there's no way this thing's called Llamasoft. Uh, thinking inside the box says that's about all the Switch hardware can handle. I'm assuming they're talking to the N64 <laughs> games. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, the next uh, Digital Eclipse Gold Master Series title is Llamasoft, the Jeff Minter story. And they've put out a bunch of memes uh, saying Minter is coming with the... With <laughs> that's pretty good. Hey, man. Uh, Richard, yeah, that's Richard is good. a perfect candidate for uh, River Raid, man. Give me River Raid. It... <laughs> It's going to be at some point. I really do think so. Yeah, I, I really do think so. But Jeff Minter, if you're not, I only recently was familiar with Jeff Minter's mania uh, picking up. Was it Tempest 4000 on PS4 and Xbox One? But Jeff Minter has been making games the way Jeff Minter wants to make games for uh, it's encompassing 42 games in this one series with Llama Soft. He's always had a thing for like llamas and alpacas and thing camels and things like that so this is common themes across his games but he's he's very obviously known for uh tempest 2000 well all the tempest games right past the original atari ones mm-hmm. so like uh he did the new ones right the, the new tempest yeah yeah uh, i think he's always had his hand in all of them right tempest 2000 for the jaguar and then whatever and he also developed for the new one that dvd based there was a that's where tempest 2000 first came from and then Tempest 2000 got ported to the PlayStation and Saturn as like Tempest Forever or something. And then there was Tempest 3000 on, I want to say that was another obscure platform. And then we got Tempest 4000, but, uh, and um, what was the one Jeff Gersman was into a, a couple of years ago that was just madness? That was the, the crazy one, was like the Tempest 4000 or something like that? It wasn't a Tempest title. It's, it's making us sound like we're he's only known for the Tempest guy, but he's... All right. Uh, Grid Runner, Revenge of the Mutant Camels, Tempest 2000, Lamatron. In the British yeah. gaming universe of the 80s right. and 90s, nobody made games like Jeff Minter. It says Tempest 4000 is a shoot 'em up video game developed by <laughs> Lamasoft and published by Atari. 
Yeah. Yeah. The newest one, I'm Parodius. Did he work a Parodius? Is that what I'm thinking of? But that might not be in this collection. That's like still more recently available and stuff. A uh, friend of the show, Scott, whom uh, Young Brant is well aware of, is a massive Tempest 2000 fan from the Jack. Super, super Young Brant. Super Young. Extremely Young Brant. Baby. Maybe Baby Brant. <laughs> start referring to me like, uh, what was that? Uh, Ricky Bobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like sweet sweet baby Brant. Yeah, he sweet refers to Brand. Jesus as little baby Jesus. Sweet baby Jesus. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a little baby. I'm just a little baby Brant over here. Yeah, because which one? I mean, what was it? Was it Ricky Bob was a big friend of baby Jesus and John C. Riley's character? They got an argument over like which one they were praying to. Yeah, yeah. I just remember the whole bit. Sweet dear baby Jesus. He just kept going deep, deep in how young he was. But first, this is little, a little, 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 <laughs> little diaper changing <laughs> baby little, Brant. little eight pound, four ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> so crazy. Does that still hold up? I haven't seen that movie. In I, do, I don't years. know. It's been a very long time on that one. Remember, that if you probably... bought a PS3, you got a copy of Ricky Bobby for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a copy of Ricky Bobby. That that one probably holds up better than the other ones he's did because like I still laugh at uh that whole bit with old school with the with the wedding singer still gets me every time with the meatloaf song and he keeps dropping f bombs in there. Yes, <laughs> that's my favorite bit. Like in almost like, modern day comedy, because yeah. yeah. everyone's looking around like did he just say what he said and they just keep going with it. <laughs> that whole bit uh, that's like one of my favorites. Oh, he was on a run there for a while. <laughs> it's like turn of the, no, I was like oh three ish, oh five ish, oh six ish, oh six ish. Uh, this is a huge get for Digital Eclipse. Um, that Atari 50 collection had a bunch of different interviews, a lot of different marketing materials. They basically raided um, one Luminaries collection and uh, Vault and all that sort of thing. So I can't wait to see how they pivot from that first collection they did and and how this works with just an extreme focus on one artist with a 40-plus year um what development history or I mean you said you know, he's been coming out with stuff yeah 42 games across eight platforms and that probably doesn't include anything he's developed recently yeah he's, he's developed insane. a couple of PS4 games and he's got a PS5 game that just came out yeah oh. and the other exciting thing is digital eclipse doesn't just half-ass these games they give reverence to these games alongside the creators that made them and so we're going to get probably some updated Jaguar stuff along with the for that Tempest 2000 and then whatever other platforms that are incorporated in this they're going to fall under that digital eclipse lens which is always an exciting prospect going forward they just signed that deal with atari okay. so it's good to see that there's like he he made a jeff mender made a bunch of amiga games and stuff so it's he they're atari said they were going to let them operate outside of that atari name so it's good to see that that that's already occurring he's very interesting i can this is another day one for me I love their stuff. I still got to get around to making of Karateka, which was gifted to me. Very excited. All right. Last but not least. Somebody bring home the sad news. I'm very upset. It's very short news. And we already knew it was coming, but it was confirmed today. Yeah, because we talked about the fact that uh, Embracer was dealing with the possibility of shutting down Free Radical. Um. Then there was a couple of things to come out saying that it was pretty much a definite, it, yeah, a definite thing that was going to happen. It was just a matter of time to see when. 
Uh, and as of, let's see, trying to see when this article was written. Actually, it was written today. So they've yeah the, the much, doors were the doors were closed and locked today. Yeah, the doors were closed, in. locked. They shut down the website. Um, they have a few farewell t- uh, tweets. Uh, it's been an honor working with all with these a uh, lot for the past few years. Uh, all of them are amazing and talented individuals that made working here so much fun. It's sad to say goodbye like this. Wishing you all the best. And there's pictures of the whole team. Um, Two and a half years and we got nothing. And that was from Alex uh, Tang. They're all without jobs. That's the worst part by far. But these people were given a second lease at a franchise that we thought was dead and gone. And so it excited everybody in that fan base. And we're not even going to get a remaster of like one of them or two of them. And that's what sucks. And and that's the thing is Embracer (laughs) bought them and put put some money into them and started tossing around uh, the idea of, oh, yeah, time splitters. That's that's the thing we're working on. Yeah. They're talking about doing like a collection, right? Or something like that. Yes. Ideas. That's the Embracer cycle that we're on currently. Right. Big studio, lots of money, purchases, small, passionate group to create what they want to create in excites fan group and then due to financial constraints closes and that's yep. we've and we've got nothing from that i don't know I, and i know that what was it uh, not even a month ago it was three weeks ago two weeks ago we were talking about that they would have to float the idea of uh, potentially selling them and a few other things and i just don't know if they didn't get any responses or well well brand i think it's it all boils down like you just don't buy free radical i mean you you buy the that time splitters license too yeah you're buying that license let it go they probably they're like well we can license this license as some other developer and not have to worry about funding them you know yeah please and please let them finish their vision please let them take what they were working on and finish it they got to be close two and a half years working on this damn this embracer cycle Oh, there's a there's a build on those servers, and it will be deleted, forgotten, or hopefully somebody in the office slipped a hard drive into their jacket pocket or something, and is we'll this get an, an archive of it later. Is this a niche for like a limited run or a digital eclipse that we were talking oh. about, where they're able to get a hold of stuff like this? One one could only hope. Were we reading that had some homebrew stuff coming out that wasn't previously released? That was uh it was the Atari like Ad- 50th Adventure collection. 2. Yeah. Adventure 2 which was never got an official release like we're getting a homebrew game on that Atari 50 collection. Give us time splitters via the Digital Eclipse Goldmaster, give us the developer interviews and all the marketing materials and the strategy guides. <laughs> I love their work, man. Time splitters is just one uh, of those absolute franchises to put under that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure somebody would have bought them up if that license was available or if it was affordable with that license. Damn. You have three games, which this is rare. You you have It's not rare, limited. It's rare. You have three games all in one generation, right? It's all PS2, GameCube, Xbox across those three games. The first one only came to PS2. But we should be able to get that collection. That engine should just work for all three. 
Oh, somebody do the Lord's work and help us out with this. I would love time splitters for everybody. Brand, search the internet, find the find the gold CD. It's out there. They might it might be out there today. Those yeah. offices closed. Brand, use your evil powers for good. Find it. Or is that how these companies operate where you come in on a Monday and you don't realize that you're not going to be able to keep working on something and you don't have access to your computer? I feel like it's, it's like that joke Probably they make that. with the, the Jets all the time where that guy tries to go in and he's like, did I get traded? Oh, scanning <laughs> the fob. <laughs> yeah. Did I get traded? He won't let me in anymore. Uh, in this article that we tagged on um, from Nintendo Life, you can actually see like through the closed free radical doors that are locked. Like, you can see the ornaments, the Christmas ornaments and stuff inside the mm-hmm. office. Like, they're just ready for holiday season and stuff. And now the rugs have been pulled out from underneath them. This sucks. I'm not pleased. Team of how many? Looks like about 30 people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what was it? They said uh, what the law in the UK was like, you have to let them know, what, 30 days in advance or something like that? Before? The end of the year? Or it's like a... They had a timeline, so we knew, they knew it was coming. Yeah. And we might have talked about that at the end of November, mm-hmm. maybe a couple of weeks ago. When we mentioned it in the news. Yeah. Because I know the labor laws are a little bit different there than they are here, you know. Yeah. Damn, two and a half years on new time splitters or collection or anything. Oh, please land somewhere. Give us time splitters. I should time stream those. Adjacent. I mean, Time Splitters was Goldeneye adjacent and Perfect Dark adjacent, and it was yeah, but, right but, on path with those. Embracer's got the license now, man. At that point, they just give it out to somebody else. I was like, here, you do, you make a Time Splitters game. But was it, what is that going to look like? Like, we've only seen Embracer buy up these big studios. Have they farmed out something to a I mean, shitty? I, I think at this point they're going to have to at this point because they did it wrong. <clears throat> they should have nat- they sort of organically grown. You know, make a couple hits. Let revenue come in and then start buying other studios. It just felt like, like, oh, we just buy up all these studios at a good price. They did it wrong because then, right. then now Re- they, they needed money to stay afloat, and the money they they were trying to get didn't come through. So, and this was the opportunity because they talked about a collection reinvigorate time splitters. Like it means a lot to a certain generation, but not to everybody now. And maybe they couldn't figure out how to monetize that. Maybe it's just not strictly a collection. But when you put it in the hands of a digital eclipse or a limited run or something like that, there's a dedicated audience to get that stuff out in front of. Uh, we can hope for the best and hope these folks land on their feet. Games played. Games acquired. <laughs> uh, I did some work. I mentioned last week. I guess that'll segue, segue me from one to the next. Um I mentioned last week I bought some new pads, like the rubber pads for the inside of the NES controllers. Hey, so uh, pressure brand into uh, buying some controllers that get refurbished. Pressure sensitive. Well, I, I'm batting 500, so I wouldn't say rush out and get them immediately because um, I have some more parts coming in because this is how this always goes, <laughs> right? Brand, brand knows this life, too. <laughs> yep. Uh, shit. I need to know the exact name of this thing. So I get the I get the rubber pads in, and I talked about it last week on the on the inside of the NES. You've got a pad for the D-pad. You've got a combo silicone. Um, it's not even a pad because there's no button on top. It's for the start and select buttons, which are just these silicone triggers. Basically, you just press in on them. There's no there's no other sensory thing slotted in there like you do the D-pad and the A and B buttons. So all those came in. 
I uh, made my swaps, took out, I had already thrown away the old grungy ones that are probably pushing 40 years old at this point, and swapped them out, and the first one I tried worked, and I'm like, look at this, well, I have a yeah. brand new NES controller, I'm like, you got that, you, like, got the, you got that dopamine, and you're like, yeah, I could do it. I could oh, do it was it. a Let's pure go. rush, it was yeah. a pure rush. That dopamine, buddy. I was like, look at me, I, I'm unstoppable, let's try the next <laughs> one, I know it's, I know it's gonna work. <laughs> Nothing, I <laughs> got I got nothing from this one, and it never registered anything. So I, here I am, deep diving. I'm right back into the threads. They're like, check the leads on the <laughs> console and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't need to do that. I know controllers already work on this thing. Because as I mentioned before, my two dog bones work no issue. The ones from the uh, top loader NES. And I just had the other one work where I swapped those pads out. So it turns out, if you look at the NES controller... Uh, it's a very simple PCB with those that the little um, pressure sensitive rubber pads go on top of. And I clean those, of course, real good with contact cleaner. Um, there is one uh, little chip with like 16 um, solder points on each side. It's a very basic, like it just slots in there. And it is called an 8-bit shift register PDIP-16. And what this does, if you've ever had an NES controller, and I actually remember through all the years, I remember having controllers that did this exact same thing. So there may be buckets of them in there still that I have. But you would press A on the NES controller and the game would pause. And you're like, I didn't do that. Why would it Why would it pause a game? That's a symptom of this going bad. And the way my controller, cosmetically, my controller is perfect. So this will be the swap for those. Uh each one of these from I ordered from because this is riveting content here. Console five. Each one of these eight bit eight bit shift register PDIP sixteens was eighty-three cents. So I got a set of five of them shipped for with shipping fee, like eight dollars and fifty cents on top of that. So um it's just sixteen solder points real quick. Take them out lift that thing out and it looks like a it looks like a head crab almost and it just drops down it's just a and and resolder those same um 16 points in so hopefully that'll be a project coming up pretty soon but in doing uh the controller swaps and testing out the said controllers uh myself and a housemate that wanted to play old school video games with me started playing contra <laughs> and and I didn't successfully put the code in, and I was like, well, this game can't be that bad, right? We should be able to do okay without the code. <laughs> it's not the case. I haven't played Contra in probably 10 years. It's a hard-ass game. <laughs> it's a very difficult-ass game. It's oh, a, my it's, God. It's a quarter, quarter eater, man. Oh, it is. And we didn't even get uh, we didn't even get towards the end of the first, the first level, and the housemate is stealing my lives immediately. <laughs> <I was laughs> Wait, we get like five. What are you doing? So we got the game over screen as 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 it was foretold, game and uh, I put the code in, and so it went from it you know you had five lives, and then it said thirty, and I was like okay we can do this we can make our we can make our way through there, and we got through like the second level I think, and then I still had, we go to the second level I think it said I had twenty seven and they had six and holy like, shit. <laughs> holy (laughs) shit they were taking all of my lives because then when they ran out remember contra you can steal lives Mm -hmm. 
So I was like, okay, this bank of 60 is just meant for this. <laughs> Holy shit. It is not 30 and 30, but they were having fun. Uh, we're like, you know, you're playing Contra. It's like a blue character and a red character. I'm sure somebody knows the name. So thinking inside the box, you might know these characters' names and start yelling at me. But um, uh, the housemate starts calling us brothers. Like, come on, brother. <laughs> Let's run. I'm, it's like I'm playing with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> let's keep running forward, brother. <laughs> okay, let's go. Right. Ultra Man. Yeah. Honestly, it reminded me of my brother finding these idiot brother <laughs> finding these NES <laughs> games back in the day, and you know, trying to find a cheat code to keep it from being a quarter sucker and that sort of thing. And we had a lot of fun with it, and we made it through the ice level and the energy zone. I think is where we stopped, and. <laughs> We got a game over on that one with the 30 lives. Oh, hot tip. The 30 lives ending does not take you back to the beginning of the game, just the beginning of the level that you're playing on. So this is a very beatable game with the 30 live code. Could you just restart the level that you're on? And at the end of the energy zone one, which is what, like 30, 45 minutes of gameplay maybe, I was getting the, do you have any other two-player games we can play? I was like, okay, all right, well, I'll try to find something else out. So the current quest, I'm still... I'm still watching that damn Jeff Gersman NES series, and it's fantastic. Please go watch that content. He's rating the NES games, and it's just his own scientific long list. Like, let me play Kid Icarus. And all of a sudden, I think it's a mid-game. Is it a mid-tier game? Is it going to be in between? Is it a better game than Load Runner or Adventure of Bayou Billy? And that's the only science. It's just a ranking. Hey, don't, don't, don't you throw out the Bayou Billy, man. I'll let me see Bayou Billy. <laughs> and little, I told you a little Nemo Dream Master has already been on there. Ooh, what, and how it's just, get? I love that fucking game. It's so much fun because I thought this system is Ooh. 40 years old, right? And I'm thinking I, I've, I've mastered this library. I know this library. I know the best of it. This Nothing's going to sneak up. But I see these games that he's playing. I'm like, oh, my God, this looks good. I've never heard of this. It's fun finding these games out still. So occasionally you'll find them like Gunak is $350. No, I will not be buying a $350 NES game. But I've made a list now. I've got about 10 or 12 that I'm going to go hunting at that local game store. And I'm guessing they're on eBay. They're like the 8 to $10 range. I'm guessing they'll have a bunch of these uh, these titles that I can pick up. And they're still good. They don't have them at the local game store? Yes, I haven't been yet. I just haven't been since I've been building my list. Uh, I got you. I got you. My bad. I yeah, I took a, yeah, you're good. I took a picture of some of them, and then some of them I'll write down. I'm like, this looks amazing. I'll come down here, and I have it. Mm. Like, I sent Cesar this SNK uh, game called Guerrilla War, and I was like, look at this shit. He's like, oh, yeah, I know all about this. And I have it. I have a copy of Guerrilla War. Yeah, I think I've, I, it's on the arcade ar- archives or whatever I played that version. That's it. And they've done a great job of republishing a bunch of those and put them out there. Uh, and I'll touch briefly and segue off to you. Well, I played uh, played some more Final Fantasy 16. I killed the last, last, not major bad guy, bad guy, I believe. I filled in all of the iconic uh, characteristics that I'm going to acquire. And were to I acquire the last one that I think I could potentially acquire, it would be even more awkward than the Shiva one that I acquired. Uh, speaking of keeping it in the family. So... And it sounds like the way the story's going is we're meant to meet the boss as one. So I think I'm I think I'm actually in the last area in Ash. Uh, correction from last week: Cesar said it was Drake's tail. He was correct. It, it oh, is Drake's that spine. last Drake's, Drake's spine. spine. That's it. Yeah. 
man, Drake's head, Drake's fang, Drake's spine, Drake's tail, all these Drake things. And I was like, I think it's a different continent. I said that last week, but that's what I was went, right. Then, then you wanted to play Uncharted after that, right? Uh, I actually did play some Uncharted. I have that on my PS5, so of course it was instantly available on my PSP, wherever I need to be. Yeah, I can connect to it, except a uh, local burrito establishment in Morrow, Georgia. <laughs> at, at the, for the Which, one person you try to win over, and you couldn't yeah, because no. this person's like, this is garbage. Uh, <laughs> it was the worst demo ever. It was every tech demo I've ever given <laughs> went, went as poorly as that As, tell, as you tell Brent, who was like, uh, had to leave early for an appointment, hey, you can swim by at works now. Brent's like, no, nah, I'm not coming back, dude. <laughs> I gotta go. I think I'd rather have a root canal than see this thing try to work. I'm out of here. Um, but I've been I've been playing it, uh, plugging away at it flawlessly. Like I don't feel like I'm I'm missing out on anything. And my main setup is an OLED, so it's just been it's it been awesome. It looks good on the tiny screen. It looks good on that screen, man. It does, and it doesn't yeah. get compressed. And I don't understand. I don't understand that streaming magic, how they make it work and look so good. It's not just remote play. There's some other voodoo involved in it, akin to the Wii U. I'm not saying it's Wii U good because the Wii U is right there. You're right there in front of it. But it's got some kind of magic to it. I'm not sure what it is, but it's uh, they figured it out. And again, it's it's a particular use case. Yeah, it's not perfect either because some people, you know, they they have a it's not user friendly like a like a Nintendo device would be. You have to do some troubleshooting for some people. So right, and there's a certain level of network setup, and it's mm. not it's not the out of the box solution that say a Nintendo integration would be right. A Nintendo right. set. Uh, and then Warzone, Warzone launched a new season version platform. I don't know because I had to start over on everything. And you guys played Saturday, and I didn't discover until today that everything is wiped and everything is new. Yeah. And it plays like a different game. It's yes. still Warzone to a, the core. The map is the same. Uh, Cesar and I played a lot of Vondel today. But the movement is different. The swimming is different. It's got... It feels better. Like, it feels like a better game. And I think a lot of things have been rebalanced, but I have no clue what I'm doing shooting-wise. Every gun I pick up, I'm like, I don't know what this is. I've never shot this before. Yeah, the modern. So there's like a favorite games. box over here. I was like, I don't know. I don't have favorite setup. I have no fucking <laughs> yep. clue what's coming out of that box. You're sure you want to waste it on me? It's like Bram. Like, he's like, I, I don't need that shit. I don't have none of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. So we got killed right after I got that favorites box. I was like, I've never shot this before. Let's go. It's like you pee in the toilet, right? It's just shoots right. That is not how I pee. Oh, stick drift. Where's my Hall effects? <laughs> this gun has a double stream. Yeah. <laughs> what you get for waking up at 4 a.m. and having to go to the bathroom? Oh, what's happening? Why are the bullets orange? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's good. It's it's it feels like the same game. It feels like a new game. I'm hoping some balance. Like we've been aggravated the past couple months. I'm hoping there's been some balancing things. I'm still getting killed by people laying on the ground. That's fun. Well, I mean, to add on to your thing, a couple things. You, you always have a water gun. Uh, at this point, you yep, that was always cool. Ha- you always have a gas mask on. It never comes on as soon as it puts it on. Even if you're out of air in there, the gas mask stays on. So you don't have that stupid animation where you're dying, taking it on and off yep. all the time. So that killed put, us a lot previously. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to think of those were the biggest complaints we have with the previous season, right? That seems to be yep. yeah. uh, a lot 
more user friendly, I guess. Uh, way, way but Assessor, Assessor was telling me when I was playing, get to level four, and then you get to assign a loadout, which is very basic. It's like, okay, I picked a Kostov and I picked a water gun that I know. So hopefully in the next couple of rounds, I'll be able to get to a loadout and get at least a gun I'm familiar with to start off with. But it, it does suck that the prox mines to, are locked to like 25, some mm-hmm. of that. But. You haven't gotten that far yet, Richard, but there's certain ones where you can you can assign. If you got to go back to your lot again, you can assign uh, like the tasks. You know those three tasks you give you in the day? If you complete three of them, they'll go ahead and lock one of your loadout. Like the proximity mines, you can lock it early. That's what I end up doing with mine. Can you swap those three? Because some of them it, are like the map that we're not even using. It gives you tags. It, well, you can't swap those, but it gives you tags on like which one you can do. But okay. I, I've, I've unlocked two or three of them, so I haven't had difficulty on like unlocking them. So. That has been having spent basically a year, a year plus on both of those recently. Hey, between Halo Infinite and Call of Duty Warzone, I always liked in in uh, Halo where you could swap those challenges. Like you know, get five kills with the bulldog. I'm not shooting that shotgun. Give me another thing, and you could swap that out. Or like uh like these map things. Like we're not gonna play. Get five kills in Almazra Swamp. Like I'm not playing that because I play Warzone Resurgence with my yeah. friends. I'll never have access to that thing. Um, that'd be nice to be able to swap those out. But those are my games played. You guys segue into stuff you're getting into. Yeah, the uh, Warzone me, changes because y'all played a lot more Warzone Saturday. Yeah, for for me, I mean, I'll do that last because uh, I mean, I did play some more 16 because after that, and um, DLC was announced, I went ahead and downloaded. It. And bought it. I, I just said fuck it. Paid this twenty four ninety nine and bought that. Uh, I luckily I had not beaten the game. Uh, I wish I was Brandon. Just said fuck it because I actually went ahead and did the, like the last bit of a uh, side quest, which is like like that last shot at the end. Uh, Brandon, that shit you weren't lying. Man, there's so many fucking side quests. It's so yeah. Am I like, am I coming up on those? Because I've been yeah, doing well, every single side quest as I so go through. So once the game. you do that final part where you're at that final that not the final but that boss after that boss battle you're doing next. Yeah. It sets you up to the final area of the game, and then you get like so many. I mean, you're you're looking at least three hours, three to four hours of side quests if you do them all. I did them all. I just did them all like this weekend, and it's like it's it okay. to me it was worth it because there's some there's some characters I didn't care about. I was like, eh. and then there's some characters I did, which I found some of them were very interesting. But you don't get the final uh, side quest with Jill where they kind of like close off their their thing. You don't get that unless you do them all. So it, it was kind of okay. I'm yeah. glad you told me that because I will make sure I do those then. Because I'm it. I'm invested in that relationship, relationship. I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, kind of it was it was worth together. it. There's they go more into like their background and how they met and stuff like that. There's some stuff that they left out. They've done a pretty good job with these characters you like and going in their backstories. And there's some on there like the that guy that leads the Desert Rose. I I'm not particularly I don't really care for his 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 side quest in there. He had to go back there again and help him out with something. The else. the Aladdin esque guy that yeah, kind of runs yeah, the town. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's kind of cocky. He's kind of like a cocky shit. I, mean, I can't yeah. decide if I like him or not. But I mean, that's everybody's different. So some people you know, might get yeah. attached to certain characters and like, yeah, there's more I want to see in there. And there's some that, you know, they don't. So it's like, it's like some of it's interesting to me. Some of it's not. I, I mean, I would imagine it'd be that other way around for other people. So like, uh, I've struggled for people outside of the hideaway. I, I cut you off on that one. But like Lady Karen, I love. Goots, I love. Like the yeah. people that are in the hideaway. Otto. Like those are my those are my people have been through thick and thin with. I probably, I can probably relate to that because I think everybody in the side quest I really don't care about is probably everybody outside the hideaway. So Martha, Martha's I, that's awesome. the only one that I like outside the hideaway very much. And then their uncle Byron, 
also. Oh, I just yeah. love his character. Oh man, the whole bit where he's, eat, he's eating the food. Remember when they get in the fight? He's yeah. like, just try to finish up the food. That shit gets me every time, man. He's like, no, I gotta finish. He's like, oh, 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 oh. He's like, hold on, oh, 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 oh. nephew, <laughs> nephew, <laughs> hold him off. <laughs> I gotta finish eating this. <laughs> But we've all had like an Uncle Byron, so he's so relatable to yeah. just this this character that we've all known. I mean, he he loves his nephews, man. I, I tell you, you can't deny him that man. Does like love his, his nephews. His background on there is pretty good. There's some more of him on there. So, yeah, once you get it all done, um, I have that icon for the final battle it's still there. But I think if you get the DLC, it unlocks right before the the final battle. So, like, if you wanted to go on there and get that first bit of the DLC, then uh, it starts right there. You got to go to Car. Uh, was it Chiron? Chiron, the the traitor. Yeah, Lady yeah. Karen. Karen. Yeah, she's uh she starts the quest. So she brings you something like, hey, take a look at this. I'm Did you do it. the backstory where she stabbed somebody's eye out? Yeah, she doesn't have an eye, so she was an eye for an eye. Someone took hers, and then she yeah. went after theirs. I was like, Ooh. eye for an eye. Man. Yeah. That was the that was the name of the quest. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? An eye yeah. for an eye. Yeah. She's Lady the- Karen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've done more of that. I finally finished, like, that three fucking four hours, and that's what's stopping me from beating that game because it's like, well, I want to do side quests. And then you guys know me, man. I, I get lost in my own museum sometimes. I just pick, pick up shit. and like, oh, let me just pop this in there. And and I looked at it. It's like, damn, I didn't beat half the shit that came out this year because I just keep uh, floating to different things. Uh, for whatever the life Play what be, you want. Uh, before I get into uh, the Battle Royales, of which all of them I suck at equally. Um, <laughs> I did do uh, Hitman Three, uh, World of uh, with the World of Sa- World of Hitman. I started playing that again, and I, 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 I keep coming back to it because I think I ended up I ended up downloading like the the final expansions on there where I can add it all to that one package. And so uh, it, 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 I like it better now because before I think I, I started on Hitman Two, but this one is like it has one and two and one two and three in there. As long as you buy the expansion things that connect them all. So I'm going through the story where uh, you're doing the the handler with Diana and all that stuff in there. But that whole bit of that game was like it gives you different ways to, to like perform your assassinations is always the fun part for me. Like just going in there and throwing wrenches at people's heads and hiding in the corner and just like uh, I'll throw down a wrench. And the guy's like, what is that? Comes over here. He's like, oh, somebody left his generator on. I'm just turn around the corner and throw it <laughs> in the back of their head. And then, then somebody else is like, they heard that like, oh, and I'm over here like carrying their body, trying to go into a, a chest as fast as I can. Like cleaning like up the, the mess. Remember the old giant bomb videos? Yes, 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 yes. We need well, to send Brant that series. Brant, yeah, they... Well, they did it to the point where they were, like, doing the... Remember the roulette wheel? Like, you got to kill this guy with a banana. I was like... <laughs> they had a hat, Brant. Yeah. They had a hat. Oh it was my like... gosh. You, you drew a map, and it was like, Egypt. <laughs> it was like, character. The Sheik. Yeah. Banana. <laughs> and then, like, a weapon. A weapon. Yeah, banana. Yeah. banana. <laughs> Ice uh, pick. <laughs> Vinny had that round where he was like running at the target, and instead of like throwing it on me, like underhand top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like everybody lost. The wall, trying to hide from him. It's like climbing the wall side, trying to get away. Everybody lost their mind because this dude just came running up and like underhand tossed an ice pick into this crowd of people. <laughs> uh, <The> sheik. <laughs> yeah, man. Hitman's always good. It's always good fun, man. If you just want to like just fuck around, it's, it's a good one. Uh, a, I would, I would, I would do something like that with us and sit and watch everybody play. It, it would be so much fun. Hitmas, didn't they call it? It was a Hitmas special. Hitmas, yeah. I remember they got one going on right now where you dress up as Santa Claus right now. So like they do like this, uh, like a freelance oh, mode. 
where they just sent you they send you a whole bunch of different ways of like, kind of like that they took like from giant bomb where they give it different ways to kill people that's yeah. all it is it's a freelance mode so like that's what it's going on right now so there's like a whole bit with santa claus and so like it's seasonal and everything so yeah i was watching some streamers playing and i, and I was like you know it's been a while i jumped on there it's like i, I kind of want to play some hitman now so no. what's the uh path to victory on that collection because i feel like they've given out like i have a i bought a xbox one skew maybe that's a series x yeah. skew of the third one for five bucks do i put that in and get a ten dollar season I, fee or like what you, is if, the if you do not have much <clears throat> like let's say if you and brand do not have much and you really were interested in, in doing uh the world of hitman I think the cheapest way of doing it now would have to do all that bullshit unless you don't have any of the physical copies and link them up in there. I think the World of Hitman is on sale on PS5 right now for like $29 and you get everything. It's not bad. It's so, not bad at all. I think that was the cheapest method. Uh, I had to go uh, other means because I, I was like 50-50. I, like, I had the one in there and didn't have one for two. But uh, if you if you wanted to do like the, uh, the Hitman, the World of uh, Hitman, I think it's. I'm looking right now to see if it's still on sale. I think it, when I looked at it, it was still on sale for like 29 or something like that. I, it won't show me on here, but it's not bad. That's probably your easiest way of getting in there. Uh, now to uh, Richard's favorite part of the show: uh, battle royale games that I suck at. Uh, first up, it's a battle royale of battle royale games. Yeah, first up, uh, for whatever beneath me, uh, I'll try to play Warzone. Friend of the show, Renee. Uh, he didn't have the latest <laughs> download uh, updated. <laughs> Uh, it had turned into a whole thing where he was not happy about it. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do some Apex. Because I, I did see the collab from uh, announcement from the Final Fantasy VII. I was like, I'll, I'll probably jump on there to get some of that shit. I I haven't played Apex in like almost a year. I, 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 I'm like a baby in there, man. I have no idea what's going on, dude. I've never felt comfortable in that whole game because it's completely different. The landmarks have changed some of the names on there and just some landing slots. And, um, I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be more user-friendly. I never... The whole thing I told you guys before, they went through the bit where they updated now. So if you die and you res somebody, they come back with a loadout. But even then, I don't that's even a, think... That, that's a game changer right there. It's cool, but it, even then you have to be good <clears> enough <throat> to survive and good enough to bring somebody back. It's like, I don't think me and Renee ever had a chance to do it because we were gunned down before then. But it does help that uh. as soon as you land and you're late game, you're not sitting there like... You wouldn't be like Richard, like, hey, I don't have a gun, throw me something. Or, you know, I don't have anything, throw me something. Because you do come back with your shit and it's late game. It, it helps because it's like most of the shit's already been picked out. The circle's already closing. So, you know, it sucks. It sucks coming back towards the end. You know, you don't have shit. And it's like you have to look for the pieces and scraps around there or you have to kill people. So, uh, I sucked at that one. Um, <laughs> the other one, it's not a battle royale. I did fire up uh, Halo Infinite uh, yesterday and play some uh, Super Fiesta. And I totally sucked on that. And that was a, a bad mistake to play Super Fiesta. They even told us there will never be a Battle Royale in that game. Yeah. Uh, old management. <laughs> what is Super Fiesta again? It's like new weapons every time? Yes. Which it, turns it, it, into just a battle for the rockets. It just keeps... Yeah, like, it was literally me... Uh, like, alright, it was that, that... You would have been pissed, because it's at that point where the, the people had the fucking hammer. And they were nowhere near me, and they were killing me. And I'm like, uh, what? I like they they've been playing this game for so long. They're hitting certain angles, and just Hammer know gone. it's gonna kill me. I can't even get away. I'm like, I'm jumping off, and I'm dying midair. Like they're nowhere near me. So, and then I kept I kept spawning with fucking handguns, and I was like, whatever, man. At this point, I was like, did they up the d- dual handguns? <laughs> That's your curse in Halo Infinite, isn't it? And you always get the dual. Handguns. I had the yeah, it's like the 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 blaster one, and then the regular handgun. I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? I'm like, it's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a hammer. 
and somebody just throwing a hammer halfway across the map and kills me. I'm like, I don't even know what happens, man. I was like, I, I did that and lost him around horribly. And I, I sat there and did that while I was watching yeah. uh, Sunday Night Football. Renee's um, clarifying. He says it He says it does. Super Fiesta it does. He says the weapons change as well. Yeah. So it's like constantly rotating us, right? I just get a bad hand every time. I don't fucking get it, man. There's like these fuckers out here getting hammers all the time. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I, and then when I finally get a hammer, they just kill me take it off my dead body. So I'm like, whatever, man. So I was like, I don't even get Teabag you. Teabag yeah. you and pick up your hammer. Thanks, bitch. And they take my hammer. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. That's all <laughs> Thank I Thank you for your donation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, outside of that, <laughs> outside of that, the last thing uh, was uh, we, we did play some uh, Warzone with a uh, friend of the show, Renee, and uh, Brand did join on later, friend of the show, Buish. And uh, I don't think we got to play around with Ezra because by then there was five of us. Uh, and Buish uh, went happens, on there. Right? But, uh, yeah, he went off with uh, Ezra. And then we did win one before Brand joined us. Unfortunately, Brand did not uh, savor the the victory. I did win one with uh with uh Jeremy and uh, Renee, and I don't remember how. I just remember God, what was it? I think it was over the gas station right outside the uh, the fire station, and it was it was three versus one, man. It's just I, I, the ones I played with Russell, man. We lost so many two v ones. I just I was like, man, we're gonna lose this one. <laughs> I just knew it. Because like, there were so many 2v1s where it was me and Russell, and we still fucking lost, and I didn't get it, man. But uh, I, I don't want to get into the whole uh, rant here. But outside of that, I mean, Brand joined us, and I think we played for, what, about four hours, Brand, after yeah. that? And uh, as we try to get Brand to level up to get the shit he had before, and that was denied from him as he logged in. Oh, it's so it's so annoying. You, that, like, all the unlocks. You take it now, Brand. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. All the unlocks uh, and everything. Like That's what uh, I was greeted with. Like, wait, what? Yeah, because Jeremy told me he was back to level one, and I was like, "How? <laughs> yeah, I just hit five hundred. I better yeah. not be level one." Oh yeah, everybody's level one. Yep. And aside from like some skins for vehicles and um, maybe whatever operators you already had, everything's gone because like the the vehicle music is gone. Yeah. Music. Uh, they just had the hip hop collection and all that. That's all amazing. gone. It's all gone. Yeah. Those any, licenses are shorter than GTA music licenses. <laughs> any guns that you uh, just spent forever unlocking in that very last battle pass, all gone. It's <laughs> everything is just yeah. Unless it was a skin for an operator or a vehicle, you don't get to keep it. And just like that awesome Halloween mode that we love so much, who knows that we'll ever play that again? Yeah, we loved every second of that, and it's just gone now. I mean, Richard, you relived it when you dropped down to spawn and people were running away from you. Uh, they were running towards me, killing me repeatedly. <laughs> at spawn. I actually got two kills at spawn. But yeah, we we had fun, but golly, we would get second, third, second, twelfth, second, and just kept going back and forth on that, where we'd we'd get so close. I mean, and then Jeremy joined at the very end, and we convinced Brant to stay for one more game. And the one more game we had, Brant's like, oh, we're going to go to another game. A win. Well, no, because it loaded with six squads. Because Brant's like, it's not loading. I was like, no, no, Brant, this is the <laughs> magic one. We just keep waiting until people drop. And there's like six squads, and we, we still got second place. Because I think, unfortunately, it was a battle with Jeremy was the last one alive. And everybody was in the gas. But unfortunately, uh, you know, there was a whole battle of, like, who had the most life. And, you know. Yeah. Because they were all Damn. down there dying, too. They were self-reviving. And Jeremy was trying to shoot him right before then. Jeremy just drops dead immediately. Damn. <laughs> A finale in the gas. Yeah. Um, other than that, I did get to play just a tiny bit of Super Mario RPG. 
I was in a seaside town where there was these very odd acting uh, blue toads. Um, I went to a sunken ship, fought a giant squid, fought a shark man, and got another star. Uh, After I got out, I was greeted by the blue toads. They were actually a minion of uh, Smithy. And they demanded the uh, the star from me, or they were going to torture an old man. And uh, they tickle they tickle torture the old man. Uh, and then y- what's interesting is you can actually deny them as many times as you want, and they just keep he, he keeps sending more and more toads to go tickle torture this old man. Um, but that plays out later in the game where you actually go to rescue the old man and he uh, he gives you a reward or he doesn't give you anything considering on what you did um oh like a chrono trigger-esque callback i still uh, need to pop in mario rpg before the end of the year so i uh i gave him the star he ran off and i went right after him and he's just standing there on this cliff like uh oh no my ride's not here so uh wound up fighting him he he transformed from these blue toads into a uh spear man and i fought him and got my got my star back yeah uh and you lost one for a minute yeah i had to give it to him I was just going to keep uh, tickling the old man. Tickle challenge. Tickle torture. Tickle torture. Go on. Um, Other than that, uh, I got into some random bullshit uh, where I just picked up the Nintendo DS. Yeah. Um, That is some random bullshit. Somebody had mentioned... um, I was talking to somebody earlier last week and gotten to uh, talk about Guitar Hero. And so what was the easiest avenue for me to quickly access Guitar Hero was Guitar Hero World Tour on my Nintendo DS. So I have that one, too. Pretty fun game. It's a good one. The only problem is the piece that that goes into the talking about into the DS. It's it's it kind of cramps cramps your hand after a while. Those buttons are small and they're kind of close together. So, yeah. But it's got a good uh, got a good song list in there, and it's good soundtrack. It's, oh yeah, it's it's Decent pretty fun. Sounding versions of them. On that little yeah, there's there's I think there's only a handful of of songs too that aren't performed by the actual artists. So the covers, as yeah. inspired by. Yeah. Uh, made famous by. Performed by. Oh yeah, made famous by. All right, backtracking just a second. Renee says, uh, don't forget, Cesar, about the three of us dropped and we had to quick revive to defeat the other. He told me to ask you about that. Said he was dying laughing. Quick revive to defeat the other. Oh, that's others. the one I told you about because that was the one where I fucking threw a prox, uh, prox mine in there. <laughs> oh, so and like, it downed and everybody? And we downed everybody. And we're all sitting there just self-reviving. I was like, hurry, Renee, the last one up. It's coming. The first one up's got to kill you, but they're not up there. So I was just swinging and killed everybody. So I was like, I was like, oh, that's, that, that's when I told you it was like collateral damage in there because like we were all down. We we're like, what the fuck? I was like, that dude ran in there. We were all down, just uh, so self reviving in there. <laughs> yeah. There was only three of us in there self reviving. Like it was me. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind us. Uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Move along here. <laughs> Everything's I like, fine. I blame Brent. 
Yeah, blame me. Always blame I do, Brand. Do every, day I, every day I wake up, every day I wake up in pain. It's like, damn it, Brand. Damn it, Brand. <laughs> but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's it for me. That's it. All right, you guys got anything else you want to add? Got Brand. All good. Always doubt Brand. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, joining us this week to Doubt Brant, and we hope you'll join us next week to Doubt Brant. Bye. See you. Adios, Brant, who's four years old. Ten years ago. <laughs>